Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM. Sponsored by Virgin Mobile. We'll tell you when your phone is paid off. Virgin Mobile. Bring on amazing. There is a great two-part series and it is kicking off next Tuesday. It's happening on Sky Arts and now and it is presented by our very own, the fabulous Imelda May. And I am absolutely delighted to be joined by, I'm going to call her singer-songwriter, poet and as she introduces herself in the series, a chancer. Good morning, Imelda. Good morning. How are you? I'm fabulous. Um, first of all, um, I have to start by offering my absolute sincere condolences on your mum, Madge. Um, she, she's just such uh, in this. She's a beautiful woman. And I love that in the first episode, you can see her just thoroughly enjoying. Oh, Thanks for that. We, um, we were delighted we got her out of the house that day. And uh, we'd wheel up the street because that was our favourite thing to do was go up and down Meat Street shopping and meet everybody. And um, so it was lovely to have that. It's lovely to have that on film. And we sat in Fusco's chip shop and the neighbours were there. It was such a nice thing. And then when she when she did die, the whole area did the old fashioned um, send off. They put all the shutters down on the street. Oh, my God. Shutters down like they used to, like it was a real for such a hero that she was to the area. She was well known in the area. Isn't that beautiful and that they th- that they can they get are. together like that, like a community? Because not just for your mom, but like I, I think when something like that happens, it's uh, for the whole family. I think it's gorgeous yeah. to be to to oh. see how much they meant to the people around them. It was just so much love. It was so much love, and I had. A cousin of mine said, oh, this, she whispered to me as we walked up the street carrying mom. And they, she said, oh, the place is shut. And I said, no, they shut it for her on a Monday morning. And she just wept. And um, a lot of the shopkeepers stood out on the streets and they all clapped. And oh. as she walked. Beautiful, because she, she did work a huge amount for the air, for a whole life she worked in the area. So I was delighted that on this, um, on this series <clears throat> that we have her filmed and she's sitting holding me hand and singing along to one of the songs and that was the last time she was filmed so it was such a precious moment that we captured You mentioned there um, she, she did do a lot of work in the community um, I've heard her called the Queen of the Liberties would that be fair? She definitely was yes definitely was and, Queen of the Liberties And did she introduce you to music Imelda would, have been, would, would you credit your mum with that? Oh yeah the whole family my mum and my dad and and um, my auntie Kathleen and stuff, but this, but this is the thing that this is this series, uh, Voices of Ireland, is about. It's about literature and art and music, um, in Ireland, but in everyday life and the the everyday family of people. Like my dad, um, how I was introduced to poetry was instead of um, bedtime stories which he also read Brothers Grimm and Hans Christian Andersen, but he would read me poetry. And he read me Pat Inglesby and Spike Milligan and wow. um, B.B. Yeats. And, and that was just part of normal life. So my dad introduced me to literature. And without meaning, like he didn't think I'm going to start. It. He just did it because he loved it. And he passed the love on to me. And and about that, that's the love about this series is it, it really is truly beautiful. You'll watch it and feel so much pride. But um, myself and Maggie Branagh, the producer, were adamant that we would show Ireland now. Um, not 
uh, not a, a kind of tourist version of Ireland, of what people thought they wanted to see of Ireland now, and also how music and literature is such a huge part of our lives. And also, what I love about it was we interviewed the family. So, for instance, Dan Heaney, Seamus Heaney's brother, we interview him. Aww. What was it like having a poet in your family? And we walked through the through the forest that he wrote about with his brother and talked about their cousin. So family is a huge part of culture and where you get it from and where where, where it's going. Like with my, um, I have a poetry book out and I have my a couple of my dad's poems and a couple of my daughter's poems for the, it makes sense to me to have where it comes from and where it's going. And I think Voices of Ireland series does that beautifully, where it came from, where it is now and where it's heading to. Like it sounds to me like it was really important for you to be putting these places like your hometown and with the families and where it all came from, like the heritage of these things on to, into the programme. Consequently, I suppose, putting it onto a world stage. Why Why is that so important to you? As I travel around, the Irish are known all over the world. We really are. And we're welcomed with open arms a lot of places that we go. I'm very proud of my culture and I'm very proud of my heritage. But I love that our culture is hugely um, enwrapped. You know, we're wrapped up in, in literature and in music and in art. We're mm-hmm. known for art. And that's such a gorgeous thing to be known for. But also, I don't want that to be lost. So, for instance, I remember once doing a gig in um, Portland, Oregon. And it was for St. Patrick's Day. And I saw everybody jumping around on the green spongy leprechaun hats and having a great time but then also I got really upset inside because I was thinking is this what we've been reduced to that we have way more than that and then you also have have to remember that we we were we were forced to speak English and then within 50 years of doing that we mastered it and we brought literature in English and we wrote it in our own way by the way that's why it's so eloquent that it's written with the way it speak Irish, but in English, you know, it, it has, it, there's a hunger on me, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, forum, you know, we'll, we'll say a, we have a beautiful dance to it and a way of expressing ourselves. Yeah. And I love that uh, that's something that you're trying to push out to people because I, I, I'd be honest, I, I, I get a little bit frustrated myself when I see, you know, people jumping around in the leprechaun hats and the, you know, as you mentioned, that kind of description and knowing in yeah. the back of your mind, knowing how much more we have to yeah. offer than just that. We're allowed to do that, but they're not. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You mentioned very briefly just there, your your daughter writes poetry. I think that is absolutely you know, gorgeous. Oh my God, she does. She writes poetry and songs. I can't, I couldn't get her to sleep the other night sitting in the bed, just like, let me just finish one more verse and she's writing a song. How did you get her um, to be like that? Oh, but you see, this is the thing. You don't get anyone to be like that. You just... It's like food. If they're hungry, you, you feed them, you know? Yeah. The, you, it, music is something you offer and they take it up, but they don't. it's in them or not. And so I just, I just let her be uh, her own person. And if she asks me about something, I'll, I'll give it to her. If she asks me about art, I'll fill the place with art books and let her discover it for herself. Or I'll bring her to an art gallery and I'll bring her to a gig and, and then see if she takes it. But, but also 
but as I as I travel around, Ireland is the only country that has a musical instrument as their national emblem. We have a harp on the front of our passport. We're the only country with that. My God, you know, I've never thought about that. It's it's within us. It's our essence. It's part of our essence. And you you music. do play the baron. I didn't realise you're pretty nifty on it as well. I'm sure I'm nifty at everything when I have a couple of drinks and I can speak <laughs> all kinds of languages. Everything. <laughs> yeah, sure. I I'd be the same. I th- I think I I in school I probably learned how to recite ancient Irish poetry. But a, but a drink or two into you and you can suddenly have a proper conversation. Oh, Osquailiga. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the Baron. I picked up playing the Baron when I lived in Doolan. I ran away to Doolan in County Clare when I was a teenager. And I was living in a caravan with no electricity. So the Baron arrived and I sat practicing. And then I'd sit in on the sessions in MacDades and McGann's and O'Connor's. And that's where I learned. I really can't tell you how gorgeous this program is. It's the, the cinematography of it is just beautiful the work that's been put into this it really it'll fill your heart with joy Uh, and and you know what Imelda I think at this time of year particularly with the past two years that we've had we need something like this on the telly we need something that we can all sit down together as a family and watch and and be filled with pride about where we come from and our country so as it can give us a bit of hope for the future I think so. And it's and it's where we're going as well. It's how the country has always grown and always progressed um, and moved forward. Um, you know, we've, we've gone through our hardships and and I think I just I'm just so proud of us. I really am. I think we've, we're doing such great things and it's shown you the Ireland of today as well and, and, and represents everything as it is, not looking to the past, but learning from the past and moving forward. <laughs> well, I, I like the sound of that. Um, a massive congratulations. It's Voices of Ireland. It starts next Tuesday, 7pm on Sky Arts and Now, and you'll get to hear plenty of singing and poetry in it, um, including Imelda's beautiful poem, Liberty Bell. And we'll be thinking of you and your family over Christmas, Imelda. Thank you again for coming on to chat to us. I'm dying to sit down with my own family and watch it. Oh, thanks a million. Jennifer Zamparelli on 2FM.